Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. I want to pray before I share today. Lord, we just thank you for all of the good things you are doing. We pray your covering and protection over each one of us, everyone watching, for families and individuals and all of us, Lord, we pray for your covering and protection in this hour, in this season, and that you would do specific things in our hearts, that you would keep speaking and teaching and training us in your kingdom ways in this hour, in Jesus' name, amen. So today I want to share on something uh, perhaps a little bit different than what we would normally share on a uh, Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. And what a great day to just remember again Christ's resurrection and his power, the hope that we have as Christians, believing in a saviour who has saved us from our sin, rid us from our, from our sin and our rottenness and cleansed us and washed us clean and pure to be with him. And, and that's the message of, of Resurrection Sunday today. And so wherever you're watching from, whatever you're doing right now, uh, let's take a minute just to remember that and remember his goodness for us. It's not because we deserved it. It's because he loves us so much and he loves you so much. That's why he gave his life. Today, I want to share on something I've called wasted energy. And what I mean by that is in this season, we're seeing that we are being refined and distilled almost down into a form of living that has rid us from a whole lot of other things that we used to think were so important. Now, in some ways, that can be a negative thing, but in a lot of ways, we're realizing that this is a really positive thing. And so even doing church like this for us has been a big adjustment, but it distills out a whole lot of things that um, that are very important than we normally do, but in this season, we're not able to do. And so it's crystallizing us down into a very, very a, a purified form of what's important. And, and so we're realizing things like that. Our close-knit family is important. Our health is important. Uh, food is important. Our time with the Lord is important. Uh, and all of these other questions are being raised in this global environment about what really is important. And there's a whole lot of froth that is being blown off and washed off the top of our lives that are making us realize that we've got a whole lot of wasted energy in our lives. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. I want to start by reading from Psalm 18 verses 25 to 28, reading in the NIV. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure, but to the devious, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but bring, those, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. This passage is really a passage that could almost be called a reflection passage, one where we look to God and what we see in God, we see in ourselves. And so when we read this, we realize that if, 
if we see God as being faithful, if we've lived faithful lives, that's how we see God. If we've lived devious lives, then that's kind of how we see God, through, through squinted eyes and not purity and, and crystal clarity. And so we want to recognize today that the grace of God keeps our lamps burning. It's not by our own works and our own efforts that we get to heaven. It's by the grace of God and his hand is extended to you and to me in this hour. His graceful, loving hand is being outstretched to us and he's saying, come to me all who are weary and burdened and sick and stressed and have anxiety and fear. Come to me in this hour and I will light your lamp. I will keep your lamp burning. And so that is our prayer and many leaders' prayer across the world in this hour that church is only able to be done online. And so we pray that there would be hundreds and thousands, maybe millions, watching various services all around the world today that maybe would never come into a church, but that God's graceful hand is reaching out into homes and phones and devices and saying, come to me, come to me, it's time. And maybe you're watching today and you've been dwelling on some of these things. Who is God? What is God? And is this real? And you're tuning in. And I want to say to you, he's saying, come to me, come to me, it's time. Let go of your burdens, let go of your baggage. It's wasted energy that's been holding you back. And so let's talk a little bit about that, about energy. We as humans, and Karen and I, we, the last decade of our lives, we dedicated a lot of our lives to health and wellness and peace and, uh, and harmony and, and natural living. And so for us, that's really important. And it's a huge priority for us. But the reason we've done that is because 10 years ago, we lived very stressful, very, very high-paced, busy, 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 uh, highly indebted lives and indebted both financially, but also indebted in our energy. And so we'd build up so much debt in energy that we were out of reserves. And so maybe you're in that situation where this season has slowed you down and you've realized that you lived such a fast paced life that you were seriously in debt, seriously heading toward burnout uh, physically and maybe spiritually as well. And so in this hour, we realize, wow, I can take time. I can let the Lord lamp, light my lamp and keep it burning stronger. And then through fresh eyes, we begin to reflect on the Lord. We see him in a fresh way. And so he sees us being faithful and there we see him faithful. And, and that reflection increases and grows. And so we have this, this description that we use when we are specifically uh, looking at our energy levels, um, we talk about having 100 points of energy per day. And so when we look at our lives, we look and think, okay, if we have 100 points of energy per day, what am I spending that energy on each day? Because maybe for some of us, like in our situation, stress, busyness, uh, keeping everyone happy, people pleasing, uh, or maybe you're a burden bearer and you bear everyone else's burdens, but you don't actually look at your own life and your own situation because it's good to be avoiding your own situation by worrying about everyone else's. And so that's what we call a burden bearer, someone who has everyone else's baggage with them. And so these things are, are areas where it's wasted energy. And we might sometimes look at our lives and say, wow, if I have 100 points of energy, 50 points of my daily energy is consumed on things that I don't need to consume it on. 
I don't need to spend my energy on those things. And right now in this environment, maybe you're like us and you're eating at home a whole lot more and you're saving money. It's the same thing. Uh, in the area of you're not going out to eat so often, it's a, it's, it's a lot of dollars that you add up after a week and a month and a year and you're staying home. It's the same with our lives. We ha only have a certain amount of energy each day to use on the things God's given us to spend it on. And so now we're spending it on family. We're spending it on rest. I'm spending a lot of time in the garden. Uh, we're spending time on conversations. We're spending time um, prayer in the mornings and other times and for walks and running and, and all sorts of things and having relationship. Obviously, it's limited, but it's really crystallizing the use of our energy that God has given us on a daily basis. And so what I want to just look at today is some of the areas uh, and some of the things that I think that could be helpful for us in this season to calibrate or recalibrate our energy use as believers. Um, and most of us will know that, uh, you know, a lot of the world um, talks about our body's energy, and I, I don't want us to confuse that with a new age thinking or anything like that. But the truth is, God has given us energy. God has created energy. God has created ourselves. God has created creation, which has a life force in it. And it's his power that upholds that. Genesis talks about that. And so when we look at it from, from a kingdom point of view, we look at it and say, well, actually, I want to be a good steward of the energy God's given me each day and each week. And so we don't want to waste that stuff. Dr. Seuss, he has this saying, he says, you are you. Now, isn't that pleasant? And in his normal writings, he's quite a deep thinker, but a, a bit of a random uh, writer. And so when we think about that for a moment, a lot of our energy in the modern world is spent comparing ourselves to others. And I want to dwell on this for a minute because I think if we can get rid of this as believers or if you don't even know Jesus as a human being, getting rid of comparison is one of the most powerful distilling forces we can actually take hold of as people. Because when we get rid of comparison, we get rid of all of that wasted energy and so Dr. Seuss is saying, you are you. Isn't that pleasant? And what that means is recognize that you are you. You're never going to be anyone different. You may be a better form of yourself or version of yourself, depending on your decisions. But you are you. God has created you because he loves you, because he actually likes who you are. And so if God likes who you are, why don't you like who you are? And so we recognize, okay, this is who I am. I'm going to stop wasting any energy on comparing myself with other people. And so by doing that, we can actually have a foundation of security in the Father, realizing that he has created us to be ourselves, not someone else. And so we have a specific calling, a specific anointing, a specific reason for being who we are and giftings that are unique to us. And so one of the ways I think that we can really help ourselves is getting rid of baggage. Um, Bitterness, unforgiveness, uh, blockages, holding on to things that we just shouldn't hold on to. This holds a lot of energy in our body. When we were in uh, a healing center, a healing community in Germany, when Karen was 
uh, being healed of burnout. And we, as a family, were also spending time there and, and going through some healing treatments. It was amazing to hear them talk about getting rid of stuff, getting rid of baggage. And it actually, they were teaching us also that our cells hold on to this stuff and there's cellular memory that our bodies hang on to stress and trauma and, and uh, unforgiveness and bitterness and some of these past experiences that we've had as human beings and we've all had them. And some of you watching today have had terrible experiences and I don't want to make light of that. But what I want to encourage you today is to become more free from that stuff so that 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 energy that is withheld inside of our bodies is let go. And then we become freer and more powerful people to do whatever it is God is calling us to do. One of the areas God really dealt with me 10 or more years ago was being a judgmental person. And I didn't realize at the time because people who carry pride don't realize they have pride. And if someone else tells them they have pride, they won't listen because they're proud. And so it's a, a, a cyclical kind of thing. But when the Holy Spirit highlights pride in a person like he did in me, then we can actually see this stuff and realize I've been judgmental in areas that I have no right to be judgmental. And so when I began admitting that, realizing that, confessing that, repenting of that, and asking the Lord to heal me of that, probably a few month process, I realized that, or probably a few year process, still going through it actually. But uh, on, on that early journey, I realized that by getting rid of some of, that, some of that judgmental stuff, it was freeing me. So instead of me thinking, uh, worrying about everyone else, here I am finally dealing with the issues of my heart and it's freeing me up. And so this is the power of the cross, that when we let go of stuff, it actually frees us. And I want to give you this incredible little secret today. And there's no steak knives attached to this secret because when we learn it and when we apply it and action it, it becomes one of the greatest gifts of Christianity. And that is the power of the cross is for a daily walk. And so when we are confronted by some of our own weaknesses and our own sin, our own struggles and troubles, the cross is available for those situations. It could be bitterness, it could be unforgiveness, and I've mentioned some of these things already, but it's very important that we remember that the cross is available for those things. So we confess our sin. We can, like me, confessing, I'm a judgmental person. I confess that, Lord. I bring it to the cross. Wash me clean. Help me in this area. All of a sudden, the chains go off and I'm free of that. And then I walk in that freedom. So today, if you have, I, I felt as I was preparing this that there's some people watching who there's areas that are holding you back and you are carrying wasted energy, maybe physically, spiritually, relationally, that you're carrying this stuff because you're holding on to stuff that you need to let go. And I've shared my journey to be vulnerable today so that you will share yours with the Lord today and in your lounge room, your bedroom, living room, whatever it is. Today would be a great day to let go of that stuff. It could be unforgiveness. Someone's hurt you. A leader hasn't recognized you. Someone has done something and it's you felt rejected. You felt belittled or maybe you felt left out. And you've been in situations where you've been wronged and someone should have done something 
uh, write to you or been promoted or all of these different scenarios of life. We all go through this stuff. You are not alone. Everyone goes through their own testing and trials. The issue is, will we bring it to the cross? Will we say, Jesus, I recognize this unforgiveness. I'm hanging on to stuff from years ago. Maybe you're hanging on to stuff from childhood when, when you were wronged by maybe your parents or maybe an uncle or maybe someone who you didn't know, a school teacher or scenarios that you were wronged. Today's a great day on Resurrection Sunday to get rid of all that wasted energy off of your life, off of your body, out of your mind and say, Jesus, it's time I let it go. I've held on to this for way too long. And today is a day of hope where I am going to resurrect a new life in me through the power of the cross and I'm going to live in a freer way, more free than I ever have before, not holding on to baggage, not holding on to unforgiveness and bitterness, and I'm not going to think about that person the same way any longer. I'm going to give them a gift that they don't deserve, just like Jesus has given us a gift we don't deserve in new life. And when we do that, the chains come off. The chains come off. The burden is lifted. All of that weight, all of that energy that we are consuming as humans being, because when we do this, and we sometimes don't realize it, but when we're holding on to stuff that we shouldn't be holding on to, uh, toward other people or even toward ourselves, self-rejection, when we're holding on to this stuff, it eats us every day. It is not just something that uh, just taps us on the shoulder once a year. It actually follows us all the time. And other people know it about us. They might not say it, but they know it. And so by, by taking this, this grace gift of forgiveness and freedom freely for ourselves, we can come out of this season. And when we come back together as a church family or you get together as families, people can look at us and go, wow, they've let go of some stuff that they used to have. They are freer. They are lighter. They are more hope-filled than ever before. They don't talk about the past negativity anymore. They don't talk about being held back. They don't talk about that issue anymore. They're free. And this is the power of the cross. This is why Jesus came, that you and I can live as free people in his grace and his love. And this is the thing that people who don't know Jesus don't have. They might know about forgiveness and they might apply forgiveness. And that's an amazing thing. But when we do it in the grace of God, we have his power and his spirit to keep us in that freedom. And so remember to, to apply this first. That's, that's what I try to always do. And planted in, in Psalm 37, it talks about delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. In the first passage I read in Psalm 18, it talked about keeping your lamp burning. One of the ways that we can keep our lamp burning is by getting rid of all of this other stuff and, and then delighting ourselves in the Lord. And when we delight ourselves in the Lord, the Bible says he will give you the desires of your heart. The truth is, if they're good and they're in accordance with his will, they're placed there by him. And so we can be assured that as we seek him for his gifts and for things uh, that our hearts desire, if it's in accordance with his will and our heart is for him, then he will give us those things. Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. If we let go of comparison today, 
It's one of the greatest ways we can actually give ourselves a gift and say, I want to be free. I want to be free of just looking at anyone else, comparing myself with anyone else. And uh, uh, it's a little hard when we're looking at social media, very, very um, a huge percentage of our time now where we're looking at this stuff. But when we have a mindset of we're not comparing anymore, we're not analyzing and, and giving ourselves a judgment toward how other people are acting and what they might think of us. When we let go of that stuff, it's a powerful thing. Comparison is the thief of joy. And so we can be assured if we are secure in Christ, if we're secure in the Father and we know who we are and we know that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us what we're desiring, then we don't have to worry about other people, even if they're being promoted or seemingly, even in this season, they've still got their job and I don't have my job. They've still got this and I don't have this. We get rid of that, strip all of that away and have a look at ourselves and say, Lord, what are you doing with me right now? What are you doing with me? I want my joy. I want my joy. I'm not going to compare anymore. I want peace. I want joy. I want some of the fruits of the Spirit to be operating in this hour. And then he gives us what I'm going to call today a new lens. We begin to see with a new lens. Um, We learnt this with our cameras that we're having to operate with here for our services And uh, I'm not a high tech person when it comes to this stuff. But um, when we bought our camera some years ago, it was quite expensive. And I remember thinking, wow, great, we're going to be able to do live streams and do TV stuff really, really easily. And it's going to be it's going to be a piece of cake. It's going to look amazing. And so we got it here and and we realized very quickly that it wasn't quite that easy. And in fact, uh, we had to make some adjustments. And I remember talking to the media guys and, that, and they said to us, well, to be honest with you, we really need uh, to buy a new lens. And I'm like, well, why are we buying a new lens? We just spent seven or eight grand on a new camera that was meant to be Ant's Pants' latest technology. And um, they said, well, to be honest, we need the lens because the lens is the really important part that's going to get the right lighting and the right image and quality. And so I very quickly realized that it's not just about the camera, it's about the lens. And it's the same in the kingdom. If we have a clear lens with good lighting and if we have a pure heart toward the Lord and going back to our opening passage, uh, to the faithful you show yourself faithful, to the blameless, blameless, to the pure you show yourself pure, but to the devious you show yourself shrewd. And so if we have a clear lens, we've got rid of our issues, we've got rid of our baggage, we've got rid of all that wasted energy, we have a clear lens which will capture all the light, which will capture a clear image of God. And when we have a clear image of God, we have a clear image of ourselves, And we have strong um, awareness about who we actually are and who he's created us to be. I want to finish with a great quote from Stephen Furtick. He said this, The reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. And I think that's a great summary. And and this happens on social media and TV and Hollywood all the time. We look at a few people and maybe even in ministry or Christianity and uh, and we look at people and we're just looking at their good spots, the one minute of, of celebration, the one minute they put on social media, the, the one minute um, they've done this. And I want to give you an example of this. The other day on social media, on Facebook, I put up a, um, a thing about my collecting some honey from my beehives 
and it was amazing. I, I love my bees and I care for them. And I collected, you know, like, uh, I don't know, let's say eight kilos of honey from just a small part of the hive. It was an excellent harvest. I was so happy with it, put it up on Facebook. What I didn't show was that the next day my ankles were really, really swollen and I had a swollen arm uh, because I got bitten about, stung about 30 times during the harvest of just a small bit of honey. Uh, but I didn't want to put that on Facebook. And this is what this quote really means. If we compare ourselves to one minute highlight reel of everyone else's celebrations on Facebook, we're always going to fail. We're always going to feel lesser than. And so what we need to do is forget about all that stuff, celebrate it, honour people who are having fun, honour them who are, who are putting stuff on Facebook. That's great. People are living good lives. But recognise that you're not seeing their behind the scenes stuff. And so our behind-the-scenes stuff, our quiet place, our alone time with the Lord is really who we are. And we have more of that now than ever before, potentially. And I want to really finish with this today because this is what I felt would be really important for some people who are watching today, and that is the power of forgiveness. And I want to spend one minute praying and finishing this service today in forgiveness together for me, for you, for all of us together, even as a church family and people watching from beyond, that the power of forgiveness cannot be overemphasized. And we all have to participate this in an ongoing basis. And so I want to encourage you, it might be a leader in the past, it might be a friend, it might be a family member or extended relative, a boss, a work colleague, someone in your arena of life, maybe recent or maybe distant. Whatever it is, today is an incredible day to let go of all of that wasted energy that's been holding you back. It's been holding you back physically. It's been holding you back spiritually. It's been holding you back relationally because you keep bringing that stuff up that everyone else has heard of too many times. And so today is a day of freedom for you and for me. And so we access that by the forgiveness of our Father through the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you, let's take a minute just to do that together. We're going to pray. I want you just to bring to mind those people, bring to mind those events, bring to mind those things. And this is not mind control. This is the power of the cross and, and enabling ourselves to free ourselves from any baggage, from any stuff that we're hanging on to that is wasted energy. You've got 100 points of energy every day. We want today and tomorrow to be a full 100 points used to 100% capacity not limited by other stuff that shouldn't be in your life. So that's what we're doing today is just getting rid of that stuff. So bring it to mind now. Maybe jot it down if you need to in a notebook or your phone. You write their names, whatever it is. Just take a minute to do that. And we're just going to pray together as a church family, as people, wherever you're watching. And today is a day of freedom for you. I guarantee you if you do this with me. So Lord, we come to you today. And we thank you for the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for sending your son Jesus into this world to break the chains of sin, to break the chains of heaviness, to break the chains of trauma and all of the insecurity that we face as human beings. And I pray today with everyone watching 
that wherever the state of our heart is, that you would bring to mind either people, events or situations that we need to just let go of. We don't need to carry them any longer. We don't want to carry them any longer. We want to let them go today, Lord. So just bring them to our mind. Holy Spirit, we invite you to just bring those things to our mind, whatever they are, whoever they are. And we pray, Lord, that you would just help us to remember those things today so that we can deal with them. And Lord, we, we just bring to mind those things, or maybe we've written them down, those names. And we, by the grace of God, by the grace of God that you have shown us, we give them a free gift of forgiveness. We confess we may have harbored strong feelings toward them and bitterness, unforgiveness, baggage, thoughts and words and even deeds that we have done to them and thought about them. In, in our pain, we have attributed to them. And today, in the mighty name of Jesus, we choose to give them this grace gift, this powerful grace gift that we first received from Jesus and from the Father. We give to them. We forgive them. We break them free of our judgment. We break them free of our thoughts and our negative, toxic baggage. And we let them go. And we let them go. Today is the day of freedom in Jesus' mighty name. And we choose to forgive them. These, these people, just list them out in your mind right now. Just list them out and give them that grace gift. I'm telling you, it's powerful. And so, Lord, we choose to do that today to all of those people in every area in the mighty name of Jesus. And what's even more, Lord, we speak blessing over them. We speak blessing over them. We choose to bless them, even if we don't feel it. Lord, by faith, we bless them in every direction. Even those who have hurt us, we ask, Lord, that you would bless them. Reveal your love to them. Reveal your grace to them. If they don't know you, Lord Jesus, we pray you'd give them dreams and visions and, and send people to them that they would be awakened and Lord, we pray today that you would fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit. If you're sitting and praying with me today, let's pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to just descend upon us and upon our rooms, wherever we're watching from, that the Holy Spirit would fill us today with a fresh, tangible breath of heaven to help us walk in new freedom, that the chains are broken, that the past is the past, the baggage falls off, that the limitations and even negativity and toxic ways and toxic thinking, it's gone in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I just speak your blessing and your power and your spirit and your enabling over each one of us in Jesus' mighty name. And together we say, Amen. Well, we bless you today. We just thank you so much for watching. So good to be able to do this. We're getting used to doing this and uh, we'll be perfect. You know, the Sunday before we go back, we'll be so good at this. But um, join us on Wednesday night, 7 p.m. live stream from our house. And um, we'd love to spend that time together. Uh, send us comments and thumbs up or, or whatever and uh, keep engaging. We love hearing from you all. Others love hearing as well. And uh, we bless you. We love you. And from Karen and I, we're with you. And uh, we pray for an amazing week for you. Bless you guys. Mm -hmm.